ESPN 97.7 and 100.1. Watch live on QSportsTalk.com. This is On the Block with Brent Axe. Five degrees here this afternoon as Folt puts his foot into the ball. It's going to be short. Fielded at the four by Hines. Coming straight up the middle to the 20. Cuts it back at the 25. He's got an alley down the right sideline to the 40. 50. Down to the 40. 35. 30. 20. 15. 10. 5. Touchdown. Naheem Hines. 96 yards. There's the call right there on the Buffalo Bills radio network. As heard on our Brostat station, K-Rock. What a way to start off one of the more emotional days, really, in the history of that stadium and in the history of the Buffalo Bills franchise. And that's saying a lot, but not hyperbole to say at all. And uh, we get more good news today. DeMar Hamlin has uh, been released from a hospital in Cincinnati. is back to Buffalo where he will be admitted to a hospital to continue his treatment. But there he is tweeting along during the game, rooting on his team, picture from the hospital room. He's got the heart symbol up there, and boy, uh, you couldn't go two inches without a number three smacking you in the forehead yesterday at Highmark Stadium, and that is a beautiful thing. Here to discuss all of that, and a pleasure to welcome him in here. As we noted, our friend John Murphy uh, recovering from some health issues right now, and we're sending him all the best. Uh, We really enjoyed talking to Murph throughout the year, and I work with Murph on the Bills Radio Network, and I know you guys... No, I, I think the world to him, but I think the world of this guy, too, and it's awesome to bring him in, talk some Bills football and more. Former Buffalo Bill, now the color analyst on the Buffalo Bills radio network. Ladies and gentlemen, Eric Wood with us here on the block, ESPN Radio, QSportsTalk.com. Eric, how you doing, bud? I'm doing great. Appreciate you having me on. Absolutely, sir. And, boy, we just said it there. Eric, you have been in a lot of games. You have now called a lot of games. You've been in a lot of situations. Where would you put the atmosphere at Highmark Stadium yesterday amongst everything you've ever experienced as a player, a fan, it, everything in between. It was truly special. And, and going back to Monday night last week, that was like nothing I had experienced. And so you went from just terror and uncertainty and the horrific feeling you left Monday night with to the great news about tomorrow throughout the week, especially towards the end of the week. And then to see the celebration that was pregame, honoring the training staff, the you know the commissioner in for the game, and you know all the hype around the game, and then to start that game with a kickoff return touchdown was just absolutely special. It, the atmosphere was was incredible yesterday. Eric, you brought it up, you know, as the week went along, and there had to be a moment where the players say, okay, we can do this, right? Because you said it even last Monday on the broadcast. I was listening to you and Chris, and you know, you're going through a, a circumstance you never dealt with before, but I think you even had the instinct then as a former player, like, we can't go back on the field until we know DeMar is okay or, or something that signaled, okay, we can play football. What do you think was that moment for that team last week? You know, I think it came slowly. I think it came first in the communication from DeMar's parents. And then it was communication from the doctors that he's doing better, and then communication from DeMar. And I think, um, I think all of that just led to them, by the end of the week, having a great feeling about the prognosis and what was going to ultimately happen with DeMar. And they felt good about going out in the field for preparing to go win a football game against a team that was winning into the playoffs. Right. And for Buffalo, you're playing for a lot, too. There's a big difference between that two and three seed if both Cincinnati and the Bills take care of business in the first round, 
there's a big difference between going to Paycor Stadium or Highmark Stadium. So they get out there, they play. New England, like you said, gave it a little bit of a push there, but Baltimore, Buffalo ultimately pulls away, and Miami comes in this week for the playoffs. We'll get to that here shortly. But where is this team, Eric? And it's good to be talking football here. So playoff star, you mentioned they're the two seed. Look, the expectations have been high all year long. But where is this team right now, January 9th, as the playoff start in terms of strengths, weaknesses, and just what it's going to take for them to, to make a run ultimately to they want where they want to be in Phoenix about a month from now? Yeah, I think when you look at it offensively, the Bills have shown over the last couple months that they still have the deep passing game. They showed that yesterday, that Josh can play the conservative game too, especially if you're going to play off coverage. And then this run game has been incredible. James Cook's emergence, Devin Singletary playing at a high level, the offensive line playing well. And so that makes this offense really tough to stop. You know, they can just, if one week the passing game isn't on, if the weather's going to dictate that the passing game can't be on, then the run game can beat you as well when you look at this Buffalo offense. So I really like where they sit defensively, you know, losing Micah Hyde, now DeMar Hamlin. When you consider Trey White not quite back to his all-pro form yet, you lose Von Miller, your pass rusher that you brought in this offseason to be that missing link between you and the Super Bowl. And so defensively, statistically on the year, they've been great. And they're so consistent. And, and they always have been under Sean McDermott and Leslie Frazier. My only concern would be last year we saw it against Mahomes and the year before. Possibly see it against the Burrow this year. Those big-time passers, just like Josh Allen. If you can't get pressure on them with a four-man rush, and you're in for a long day, especially with a banged-up secondary. So my, my one concern of going into the playoffs would, would likely be, can they get home with a four-man pass rush? And I think they have the guys to do it. Eric, what you know, oh. I was just going to say, Ed, Ed Oliver's excellent at the three-technique position, at that, that defensive tackle position. And teams have won the Super Bowl before with their best pass rusher being a three-technique. Look at last year with Aaron Donald and the Rams. No question about it. Eric Wood joining us here, Buffalo Bills color analyst. You can hear it on our bro stat station, K-Rock here. And Look, Eric, this team's going to win by the names that we know. You said it, Josh Allen and, and, and the star players. But I'm still struck by how yesterday, Naheem Hines, late season addition, makes obviously a major impact. John Brown, who comes back a month ago, goes out there grabs a couple of touchdowns. So it just goes to show you that even late in the season, you can tweak here and you can adjust there and players can make a big difference. Cole Beasley back and signed to the practice squad, elevated a few times to come in there and, and kind of close that, that last gap that this team needs. I think that's a great point, Brad. I mean, if you look at what the Bills did at the trade deadline with Hines and Dean Marlowe, well, both those guys play a significant role yesterday. Dean Marlowe's starts at safety, and I believe played every snap in the game yesterday, and Hines has two kickoff return touchdowns. And so, yes, those trade deadline additions, those veteran free agent pickups, and sometimes they work as insurance policies, and sometimes they end up having to play because of necessity. But that's that's the beauty of Brandon Bean. He is constantly tweaking, especially that back end of the roster, to make sure that they're always in the best position moving forward. Eric, uh, we'll talk, discuss this later in the week a little bit more, but you know we know the matchup. What what are your first instincts here on this Bills Dolphins playoff matchup coming up Sunday at one o'clock? You know Miami's got some injury issues themselves, and when you look at most, are breaking a thumb yesterday. Both the tackles um, have been hurt. Two has been out with the head injury. Obviously, if those guys aren't able to play, 
especially to uh, they're going to have their hands full coming into Orchard Park. But it's a Miami team that played the Bills down to the wire on Saturday Saturday night football in Buffalo not long ago. So um, very talented team. Got a lot of respect for Mike McDaniel, what he's done this year. I just feel like without Tua, without a without a prolific the threat of a prolific passing game, they're going to be in trouble this week. Eric, one last thing before we let you go, my friend. Now, we just saw these two teams cross paths, and Syracuse only got a one-point win, but what in the world's happened to Louisville basketball, my friend? What's going on down there? Well, that's what happens when the NCAA leaves you in limbo for five years waiting to see if you're going to get any type of suspension, and then you don't. And so that's that's what happens. It affected recruiting for so long that there's just not a lot of talent. You go through a coaching change, and and I have a lot of faith in my guy Kenny Payne that he'll be able to turn it around, but it's it's a rough year for my cards. Eric, great to catch up. It's going to be great to talk to you here as, as we go through here. Uh, if you get an opportunity to uh, reach out to Murph, please send him our best. We're thinking about him. It's been a hell of a week for sure, but uh, it seems like he's going to be doing better. Obviously, DeMar's doing better, and now it's playoff time, and we can put the focus back on football. We look forward to chat with you some more here down the road, and thanks for coming in here and, and pinch hitting for Murph. We really appreciate it, my friend. Yeah, for sure. My pleasure. Have a good one, Brian. Thank you, Eric. Appreciate it. That's Eric Wood. Love talking ball with Eric Wood. Great guy, great player with the Bills, team leader for so long, and has really, uh, and I'm not just saying this because, you know, he's on the radio with us here. He has done a spectacular job in that color analyst role over the past few years, making the transition off the field into the booth, and love chatting with him. Good stuff there. You can hear the Buffalo Bills in the road to Phoenix on K-Rock. And, of course, we'll be discussing it a lot here on ESPN Syracuse as well. Let's break. Uh, look at the rest of the NFL playoff picture. College football national title game tonight. Your thoughts uh, on Syracuse basketball. Welcome throughout the show, of course, as well at 437-7644. Don't go anywhere.